Hey everybody, before we begin this week's episode, I wanted just to let you know that our company, That Guy's House International, is holding an intimate gathering with Michael Beckwith on April 16th. Karen? Yes, and Michael Bernard Beckwith, as so many of you know, is a is a teacher, is a sage, is a, is a creator of the life visioning process. You want to be sitting with a master on April the 16th, 12 noon uh, Pacific time. Join us. Register now. You can get your tickets at thatguyshouseintl.com. I look forward to seeing you there. Bye-bye. That Guy's House presents 22 Minutes of Transformation with Sean and Karen. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick Murray, and I'm here with... Karen Mills Austin. And we are here to ask and answer another transformational question. We're here every week to put a question to the test. Karen, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. You know, it's very sunny here in Los Angeles. I can feel the the warmth <laughs> when I go out and enjoy my life. And I'm, I'm really grateful. You know, that's a practice we have, right? To be grateful. So I'm, I'm grateful to be grateful that the sun is up, that I get to feel it on my skin, that um, something glorious is happening. You know, you're not going to believe me, but it's very sunny here in the UK too. Oh, I know I believe it. (laughs) Every time I go there, we don't have a lot of rain there. No, because this is the thing. We get the seasons. People think, oh, UK, it's rainy. No, we have a rainy winter and a sunny summer. Uh, (laughs) So you actually get heat, don't you? I mean, it gets hot there. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, it does. So here we go. So, yeah, it's good. It's good weather in both places. We get to... We get to explore our own transformation. It's always a joy to be here with you. And I really extend that joy to everybody listening. Um, Everyone listening, don't just listen to what Karen and I have to say on the question. Also find the time in yourself to to explore the question of the week. Would you would you agree with that, Karen? Oh, I love that. And that's a practice, you know, um, because we have things that bubble up. When, when we ask this question, and it really is something very lovely to sit with, to contemplate, to ask ourselves, because that's where the transformation comes forward. We're not here to tell anybody what to do. We're here to um, give some information that is expressing itself through you and through me. That's it. I believe in the power of questions. I believe in finding the answer within yourself. And I particularly look forward to this time on a Monday where we get to explore and discuss something. So Karen, what is this week's question? This is the question. Are you open to your heart's desire? Are you open to your heart's desire? Well, let's jump right in. What is heart's desire to you? Well, you know, I, I get heart's desire from the teachings of Mike Bernard Beckwith. So he says that our heart's desire is our willingness to move into the next stage of our life. And then he says, because we often talk about thy will and my will, right? So we always want to be um, 
I, I know I do. I've gotten to the point where I want um, the highest and the best possibility to express in and through and as my life. He says that thy will is for the greater expression of life. And he also says that our heart's desire and the will is one and the same. So when we talk about our willingness to move into the next stage of our life, that's our heart's desire. And willingness means our availability to open ourselves up, our availability to do what is necessary to show up, to show up in our purposes in this chapter of this thing called life. So let me ask, do you believe, how do we detect the difference between a heart's desire and an ego desire, an ego craving? Because I I think that's something we all get confused with. Is it something we really want and and is for our greatest unfolding and the planet's greatest unfolding? Or is this something that our ego just wants to scratch itself up against. Yeah, that's that's a great question. You know, I often think that um, when I call them hits, Mm -hmm. it's when the presence speaks to me when an idea comes through and it's it's like a first thought. It's like something I hadn't even thought about something that all of a sudden I have this idea. That's our highest desire. That's our greatest good. That is the will of a higher expression. And then what happens? Someone told me, if if we have another thought seven seconds later, that's our ego. So our yeah. ego will say, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? So this presence is expressing itself as a divine purpose. And we take a couple of breaths and we think, oh, that's when our ego kicks in. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I'm sure we've discussed this before. Maybe maybe we haven't. But, you know, I went to drama school and we were taught there, you know, your first impulse as an actor is the right one. Mm-hmm. And effectively, whatever that, whatever that impulse is, that intuition, that thing you've acted on before you've had a chance to process it, yeah. that is the right choice to make. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's, the same, it's the same metaphor. If you, if, you, if you wait seven seconds, you've then got an ego response, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. I think another great way to put a heart's desire to the test is, would I be willing to do this even if there was going to be no love, appreciation, acclaim, and admiration. Yes. You know? Yeah. And all them things are great. Like, I really hope that your your creative heart's desire endeavors are met with the accolades of the world. But would you do it anyway? Mm-hmm. That's a way to really know this is a heart's desire. Yes. And I have one, too. Does it bring you joy? Mm. So if we are efforting at something... And, and sometimes when we're doing our heart's desire, we're in resistance because we think that something should show up a certain way, like it's, um, it should be easy. It should be, um, we're, we're not uh, moving through some emotions and everything. But if, if, it, it, if it's something that brings us joy, that, I think that's something that's really powerful. I know that the volunteer work, the service that I do in the world, uh, I have always said that when it stops bringing me joy, 
when I'm no longer having fun with it, then that's when I stop. That's when I know I need to go into another direction. And that is the same thing with our heart's desire because what I'm really aware of is that it can change. We can go one way and then as we're listening to the eternal broadcast, when we're listening to the still small voice, the direction can shift a little bit. Well, yeah, because it's not just one thing. I believe our our heart's desire is the continuous unfolding of our greatest yet to be in our life. Yes. You know, it's so funny. I just heard you say then about, you know, if something's effort, and this is how I know that I've transformed this year. Do you remember when January came in and I said to you, my word for the year is effort. And you were like, yes, what? I said, no, no, it's a good thing. It was like, I'm going to put more effort into things this year. (laughs) And (laughs) even now, just three months into 2021, I know I've transformed because that, that seems ridiculous to me that my word of the year is going to be effort. So. Yes, yes, yes. And that feels to me like there's a separation because the presence does not effort. It doesn't know anything about effort. The presence yeah. is always in joy. And we came up with the word freedom, didn't we? When we had yes. that discussion. Yeah, we're free. We're free. Effort, you know, I get in my mind Remember the boulder? You probably know the mythological oh, yeah. reference to this. The person pushing the boulder up the mountain and then it slides back and then there's more effort and it slides back again and it never really gets any traction. So yeah. when we have different practices put into place, like when we're asking this question, are we open to our heart's desire and we're listening we get to f- be free to, to make a choice and to really get a hit <laughs> that I call the presence whispering on our hearts. That's how we know that we're really moving in the, in the direction of our purpose. Did you ever see the movie version of Neil Donald Walsh's book, Conversations with God? No, I didn't. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's good. Check it out. Okay. But one one part I remember is um, most of the movies, his life story, and then towards the end, it gets to him writing the book, and then you start to hear the voice of God that was uh. he, he was talking to to write the book. But one thing, I mean, I saw it once, mm-hmm. and one thing I never forget is this voice of God in the movie saying, "I know you think this is too big of a problem for you to handle, but do you really think this is too much of a problem for me?" me and I never forget that because the way the voice said it in the movie was like come on don't be so stupid it was like this how can you possibly think this is a problem for God and I just was I was reminded of that when you said about effort like the universe doesn't know effort the universe doesn't know it's the easiest thing in the world for the universe to propel something in in a certain direction it's like it's like nothing yes and the universe wants us to get out of the box The universe, and I heard someone say recently, knock down the walls so that Mm. we can, and get out of the comfort zone so that we can be full to express ourselves like never before. That's what the universe wants. It's the infinite possibilities. We always talk about that. So we can't, the universe wants us to think beyond this human mind, move into our heart, um, and 
I love this affirmation. I am more than this. So if there is something that comes up that says to us, we can't, the universe is always saying, yes, you can be available, be willing. I love that. Yeah, I do. I'm more than this. Yes. I'm more, more than, than this. this. You give great affirmations. Thank you. <laughs> and I use them because when I get stuck in something, I get to remember the affirmations. So I am more than this. Or I may put on some music that affirms the truth of my beingness. I am more than this. I represent the um, the emanation of the presence. This is what I believe in a physical form. So I am not limited by the human mind. I move to my heart uh, where there is life and I get to live it abundantly if I'm willing to choose it in spite of circumstances. And this is, rem- this is one of the things that I was reminded of when I wrote this question about Jennifer Lopez. She was, she had a dream. I mean, she really had a dream. She had a dream that she was going to be a, a, a triple threat, as she called it, a dancer, a singer, and an actor. She decided that she was going to think on those things as she was growing up. So she believed in herself. And the beauty is, is that she has the talent to back that up. Now, something within her as a kid must have said that to her. She must have caught her heart's desire. And now she's living from that place. We all get to catch it and believe in ourselves and allow it. Yeah, and that's part of the life visioning process. You know, you ask, what are my skills and talents here? Because you have the natural raw resources within you. And that's that's a really important part, I believe, of the equation is you you have been given the natural skills and talents to accomplish your heart's desire. That's another clue here. Do I have natural skills and talents for this? I think that's a good one. Yes, yes. And, and I understand at times you're going to have to work for something and it's yes. going to be, but, but is there the raw, you know, is there the spark there? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And that's the separation between our heart's desire and our ego. Our ego may say, I'm going to be like Jennifer Lopez. I can sing and act and dance. Well, uh, that may not be the case. (laughs) It may not. It may be the case to do it in another way. And because we think we know what our hearts desire before we listen to the still small voice, we may get caught by our ego. That's something that we don't want. So we want to take the time and the patience to ask the question, what is my heart's desire? What's the reason that I'm here at this particular time? What is my purpose? Knowing that we all have more purposes. That's something that I learned. We all have different purposes in our lives at different times. You're so funny. Do you remember when we went to a taping in Los Angeles of a TV show and we got out of it and I said, I could have that part. I could be in that show. And you said, no, the actors are repeatable. And I just love that because, you know, we're, I love that because, you know, we're great friends and you could have said, yes, yeah, Sean, of course you could have that part. I can see you in that room. 
but you didn't you didn't speak to you didn't speak to that part of me you said no he's irrepeatable and so are you yes that, yeah and yes. I just loved I mean I, I, I never forgot that because I loved it because oh. I was just fully expecting the response yes, <laughs> yes sure. Sure. of course you could have that part of course you could be that wrong um, yes yes that yeah. actor was made for that particular point absolutely and, and he did it so he does it so well yes yes yeah. yes yes and we each get to do ourselves So that's what I was telling you, that you get to do you in whatever role, whatever your heart's desire is. There are some things that you do really well, that I do really well, and we're right where we need to be. We don't have to say, oh, I want to be like that person. I gave Jennifer Lopez um, uh, as an example. I'm not saying go out and be Jennifer Lopez. I'm I'm saying go out and do you. whatever that looks yeah. like. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I see this a lot in, you know, the spiritual self-help world. Cause there's a lot of new teachers coming out, which I think is wonderful, but everybody wants to call themselves the new, this person, the next, that person, like, Oh, this is the next Deepak Chopra. Th- this is this generation's Wayne Dyer. Do you know what I mean? And it's I like, do. no, because, because they, because, Michael Beckwith, Wayne Dyer, Louise say they weren't the next anybody. They were just them. And I yes. think you've got to let, you've got to let people, ju- your heart's desire is a complete unique expression. Yes. Yes. Remembering that we're all essential. We're all necessary. We're all needed. So we didn't, we didn't come here to duplicate or to copy anybody. We came here to be ourselves. Can you imagine if, you know, I'm watching this great documentary. We, we were talking about it on Tina Turner. Can you imagine yes. if Tina Turner decided to copy somebody? Now, she was certainly influenced by individuals. And she decided that she's going to be herself. She busted out loud and clear about who and what she is. She's making decisions based on, I believe, by that inner eternal broadcast and she says yes to it so we've really done a great job at explaining heart's desire but the mm-hmm. first part of the question was are you open to it so right. well, i do good. believe that yeah and i and i do believe, i think they are knowing what your heart's desire is is a mental and spiritual exercise but being open to it is a spiritual and practical exercise yes. how do you right. remain open to your heart's desire So we remain open. I believe, I believe that I remain open because I'm being still for at least three minutes every day. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm taking some time out to meditate. I'm taking some time out to listen. I was preparing for a class that I'm teaching and I became stuck. And I know that the way that I can become unstuck because I know that I'm, I'm, that broadcast is always happening. I went outside and went for a walk, mm-hmm. knowing that I needed to listen. So I did an open-eyed meditation. And so to be open and available, to remind ourselves that all things are possible, to get out of the, to rise up. That's what we're talking about. To cheer ourselves on. That's what we're talking about. To ask the question, am I open? I'm, am, am I available? Or to state an affirmation, I am open. I am available to 
live the life that I came here to live. And you know, I like this one. How about I have the courage to live the life that I came here to live? Yes, yes. I think that, yeah, that's a big one. Yes, and this one, I give myself permission (laughs) to live the life that I came here to live. Yes, and sometimes, and this is one of the questions um, I give my, or one of the affirmations, I give myself permission to be and then fill in the blank with the divine quality. I give myself permission to be open and available. I give myself permission to be abundant. I give myself permission to reveal my gifts and talents. I give myself permission to be loving. I give, you know, it goes on and on and on. When we give ourselves permission to be, there's something within us that gets activated. So even if we decided um, this moment, I give myself permission to be kind this day, to be generous today, to give, to give this day, to be giving this day. Even if it's something like that, that's an activity of opening our hearts. So affirmations, meditations, um, whatever that is, declarations, because that's what we're doing too. Asking yeah, I think declarations and intentions are very powerful. Yes, yes. Yeah. An intention, remember, is a way that we set ourselves up for an inspirational thought. So setting an intention to be more than this. Oh, yeah. I get to be open and available to inspirational thoughts. Spirit, what do you have for me this day? How can I be used this moment? Why? What's the reason that I'm here? What is my purpose? So we go back to those those life visionings uh, that Reverend Michael originated, and we ask ourselves questions. So, And every question is a a legitimate question that lifts us up. So we want to ask a question that allows us to be open and available to inspirational thoughts. Yeah, we get to set an intention. It's beautiful. Well, there we go. Are you open to your heart's desire? I just got an education, which I always appreciate on a Monday. I get an education with Karen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? It is. I'm going to say this. It is not me that doeth the work. It is the presence within me that is doing it for you, for me, for all of us. That's why I love you so much. We get to have these high conversations uh, because we do. How magnificent is this? I love speaking to you. Oh, I love speaking to you too. And honestly, like if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to question if transformation will occur by having these conversations, I already gave the example. Just three months ago, my word was effort. And here I am today. My word is ease, joy, fun. And freedom. Yeah, freedom. So, yeah. freedom <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Oh. And you know, this is all about letting go. As human beings, we hold on to stuff so much. Okay, I'm going to come. I'm here. I know why I'm here. This is why I'm here. Let's let go of that. Let's trust this d- divine intelligence that loves us. Let's listen to it moment to moment. Oh, Karen, thank you so much for another another transformational 22 minutes. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.